0: Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's September 5th. The word hippies, as we usually use it today was used in writing for the first time on this day in 1965. So hippies, I'm using that to mean part of the subculture that started in the 1960s, peaked in the 1970s, associated with things like long hair, beads, psychedelic colors, black lights, expanding one's consciousness through drug use and events like the Summer of Love and Woodstock. The word hippies, to mean people who were part of this movement... First appeared in a series by Michael Fallon that ran in the San Francisco Examiner. This first installment was about the Blue Unicorn Coffee House in San Francisco. It ran under the headline, A New Paradise for Beatniks. And the first sentence began Five untroubled young hippies sprawled on floor mattresses and slouched in an armchair retrieved from a debris box. The word hippies in that sentence was in quotes. Of course, people were saying hippies to mean this before it was ever written down in this way. The word comes from the words hip or hep, which people started using around 1903 and 1904. Hip, H-I-P, and hep, H-E-P, have morphed meanings over the years, meaning fashionable and in the know, and then morphing into the word hepcat, which combined those earlier meanings to mean somebody who is knowledgeable and fashionable and into jazz music. And then hipster took on a similar meaning to hip and hep and hepcat, and, of course, now means something totally different today. At first, the word hippie sort of meant fake hipster. And then when that Michael Fallon article came along, he was using hippie as a synonym for beatnik. Beatnik was the name used for people who were part of the Beat Generation and followers of the Beat Generation. It also got its first use in writing in a newspaper. That was a column in the San Francisco Chronicle on April second, 1958. The Beat Generation was a bohemian social and literary movement. It combined poetry and other writing with Zen Buddhism and jazz and the idea of breaking out of traditional literary structures and social expectations. The beat generation is considered to be sort of one step before the hippies, basically the hippies' precursor. And Norman Mailer had used the word hipster to describe the beat generation as well. So hip, hippie, and hipster are just such great examples of how one word's meaning can really morph so much over just a few decades. Today, the word hippie is often associated with anti-war activism and looking back on the movement against the Vietnam War. But at the time, people who were described as hippies often weren't thought of as being politically active. Some aspects of that counterculture movement that spawned the word hippie in the 1960s, though, are still associated with the term today. So even if you don't think of hippies as being connected to Woodstock and psychedelic colors and drug use, you might think of people you would describe as hippies as pacifists or into vegetarianism or into organic food and holistic medicine, those were also part of the same counterculture movement. So sometimes if you're describing your friend who likes to go to the health food store and pick out a bunch of organic vegetables to make a vegan entree for everyone as a hippie, it's connected to that earlier movement, but a slightly different flavor from how the word was used back in the 1960s and 70s. Thanks so much to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode. And thanks to Tari Harrison for her audio work on this show. You can subscribe to this day in history class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for a massacre.